Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. I want all of you to get up out of your chairs. And go to the window, open it, and stick your head out and yell. Welcome to At the Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Check us out, Jumo TV, channel 719. Sports Grid, get on the grid. I am Shogwasamakia, joined as always by Drew Martin from At Drew Martin Bats. He's on Twitter. That's where you can check him out. But he's from Sports Memo, Wager Talk, does it all. Drew. Happy Wednesday to you. How's it going, man? Sean, I'm doing good, man. You know, it's Wednesday. We got basketball right around the corner. NFL, college football, MLB playoffs as well. Maybe not tonight. We got, what, college football on the slate tonight. A lot going on. And uh, I, I see you got the beard going, man. It's yeah. it's a lot of sports bettors out there probably feeling you. Not, not having the time to shave. But yeah, that's true. You. Well, you know, the Yankees are in the playoffs. There's a lot of games going on. So, yeah, my, my time is limited, Drew. But... Today, no baseball, and tonight, I, it hurts. It, it really hurts. I was looking forward to the game, postponed. They'll make it up tomorrow. But, Drew, it favors the Yankees, and I'm looking at the line to win the series. Yankees plus 260 right now. I know they're down 2-1. The Astros minus 330, but I think, I'm thinking that's a good play. Why? Because the postponement, it favors the Yankees. Now they have Tanaka on full rest to go up against Granke instead of the bullpen game they were going to use for today's game. Tanaka's been lights out, Drew, in the postseason. He's an ace pitcher in the postseason. Granky, on the other hand, he's been terrible. I mean, there's no other way to, to, to put it out there. He has not been a big game pitcher. So I like the Yankees in that matchup. Game five now, you get Verlander on regular rest as opposed to playing uh, against Verlander game six in Houston. Now you get Verlander at Yankee Stadium. I think that's an advantage Yankees so I think the, the postponement, the rainout favors the Yankees. It gives them a little more of an edge in this series. What say you, Drew? I mean, I'm with you on the Tanaka sentiment. Um, him on, you, you know, give him the rest so they don't have to do the bullpen game. Not only for the beginning innings, but towards the ending innings. Now you can throw your your better arms from the pin in, in a higher, you, you know, uh, a more critical situation, let's say in the 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth inning. So, um, you know, matchup standpoint, I do think it helps the Yankees. And you're right, a big plus price here. Plus the fact that um, what Cole just just pitched last time, so uh, you know, kind of more of a stretch before you have to face him again. Yep. I think you're onto something there, and we're seeing it in this line. You know, I always like for the series prices and the game to game prices. If you're going to bet a series at a big plus price, the next game here with Tanaka on the hill, the Yankees at home, the market's telling us what in the minus one thirty range. They're the favorites, slight but still favorites. So I think that's telling us something. Yankees at home. Thursday, October 17th. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Yesterday, completely dominated by Garrett Cole. And we kind of expected that as we follow Garrett Cole throughout the regular season. 18-0, we mentioned now he's 19-0 in his last 25 starts for the Houston Astros. 16-0 since, uh, what, July 17th, I want to say. Um, but mm -hmm. he's just been dominant. That's the bottom line. And he wasn't as great as he's been in the past yesterday, but good enough where he was seven innings, no earned runs. He did walk five, uh, seven Ks. But they, the Yankees won't have to face him until a potential game seven. That helps them out a, a big deal 
uh, because there's no off days now. So once they, they, they play tomorrow, it's four games potentially in four days. And so that'll hurt the Yankees as far as bullpen's concerned. You don't want to overuse your bullpen tomorrow. And that's where Tanaka, you look for him to go more than six innings to stretch him because you, you're looking at a bullpen game you know, uh, I know James Paxton's going to start, but he's, they're going to have a short leash with uh, James Paxton uh, against Verlander. So you're going to have to rest that bullpen. So uh, look for Tanaka to pitch more than six innings for tomorrow's game. And that could, that, that's good as far as I'm concerned. If I'm a Yankee fan, I'm, I'm putting money on the Yankees. I want Tanaka to, to go longer than six innings. Yeah, no, I'm with you, and, and we've seen it in the past. You know, big games. He's a good pitcher. I, I, I've actually, I'd actually want to look up and uh, do it at the break in terms of his numbers against the Astros lineup. Um, if he's had past performance that uh, is positive, I, I, I might jump on this minus 130 with you. And actually, if you're looking at the Yankees to win this next game, obviously it correlates with the plus price, the big plus price on the Yankees to win the series. Of course, uh, I don't want to get ahead of ourselves, yeah. but we got the uh, Nationals waiting on deck and uh, you know the future possibilities of what could happen with Astros Nationals and Yankees Nationals. Uh, always fun to talk about as well. Yeah, we'll get to that in just a second, Drew, but but just to wrap up uh, Tanaka, 5-2 and two in the postseason. In 41 innings, he has a 1.32 ERA. So he's, he's establishing himself as a great postseason pitcher. And he did pitch great against the uh, Astros in game one. Six innings, no earned. They took him out early, though. He, had, he, had, you know, he didn't throw that many pitches. And that was to, to save him, I guess, or to use the bullpen, the great bullpen Aaron Boone wanted to get to. Um, so there's some success, some recent success against the Astros. So we'll look forward to that. We'll, we'll give you more information tomorrow because the game's a night game, so we'll be on the air before that. But the Nationals, congratulations. Their first World Series appearance. They sweep the Cardinals. They hold on 7-4. to four, And that's a, a formidable staff there for the Nationals with, with who they could throw out there. With Sanchez now pitching the way he is, you know about Strasburg, who's another pitcher who's putting a great, record in the postseason on paper and then you have Scherzer of course and Corbin so I mean good luck to the, whoever comes out of the American League yeah absolutely Sean and, and, and you know a lot of people at the, at the network were, were talking about you know the Nationals uh, I know Kevin Walsh was one um, in terms of if they were able to win that wild card game with the, the threesome that they have at the starting pitching you know just who they're able to throw and go deep into games they'd be a tough out so no matter who gets them from the American League here the Yankees or the Astros it's going to be a heck of a series it might actually favor the National League in this one and, and it's kind of you know interesting to see a wild card team make it all the way to the World Series. I, I know it's happened before in the past. It's not like an every year thing. I mean, what, the Marlins did it? Uh, but that that's talking uh, many years ago, and I know it's been done since then. But still, uh, a wild card team to make it to the series and, uh, heck, have a great great shot at winning the World Series. I, I believe the San Francisco Giants have done it too before, and they won the World Series as a wild card. The, the Royals, maybe. i got to look that up. In 2015, were they, were they a wild card team in 2015? Um, but, I, I don't know off the top of my yeah, head. But, but it's no. been done uh, in recent memory, but not a lot. Um, but, yeah, with that pitching staff, they are uh, formidable. And, and uh, if you bet them before the season, uh, before the wild card game, 28-1, to 1, as we mentioned, good value there. And it, it, they have as good as a, of a chance to win uh, up against the Houston or the Yankees. So uh, good bet, even though um, if you didn't get in on them early. But, Drew... Let's talk some Thursday night football. I want to get your take on the Chiefs, where they are at. Do you buy into them for tomorrow night's game? That's next here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I'm Sean Guasamacchia. Drew Martin, he is in Vegas. We're back right after this.
Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Back on At The Window here on the Sports Grid TV Network. Mentioning, uh, I have the helmet here, the L.A. Rams helmet on the table. They made three trades yesterday. Crazy day. The biggest one, acquiring Jalen Ramsey from the Jacksonville Jaguars for two first-round picks, two future first-round picks, and a fourth-round pick. So they make the big move, and how does that affect things in the NFC? We'll talk about that coming up. But, Drew, I wanted to mention the wild-card teams that have won the World Series. The Marlins in 97 and 2003, Anaheim Angels in 2002, Red Sox in 2004, Cardinals in 2011, and the San Francisco Giants in 2014. The Royals, they made the playoffs in 2014 as a wild card, but they uh, won the championship, the World Series, in 2015, at winning the division. So there you go. There's some brief history there. Yeah, yeah, good stats. And it's it's more than I would have thought just off the top of my head because you, – you, and now, I guess, especially going back to the Marlins days, um, they yeah. didn't have that wild card play-in game. Right. So now it's even tougher than back then. Um, so it's interesting, though, in terms of – it happened more times than I would have thought. Yeah, and uh, this year, definitely possibility. I mean, don't rule out the Nationals. I don't, and we're not ruling out the Nationals. We know how good their pitching staff is. And uh, the World Series right now, Nationals are well, plus 140 to win. What do you think, Drew? You like those odds? Yankees are plus 550 right now. Um, I do. And I, I guess it would come down because we do have American League and National League. This has to be part of your handicap right. in terms of who has home field advantage because the DH very much, as we know, favors the American League. Um, that would be the Yankees. You, yep. Okay. So, the so no matter what so, happens. So the American League. Yeah, the American League winner. Yep. Okay. Um. Man, I, I still like the plus price with the Nationals, but given that, you know, the home field advantage towards the American League, I, I don't feel that strongly about it. How do you feel? Uh. Well, let me ask you this then. All right, if the Yankees were to beat the Astros and pull it out, would you favor the Yankees against the Nationals in the World Series? No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No? Okay. I, I like the Nationals, the pitching All staff. Right. So I, that's why the, it's plus 550 for the Yankees then. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, it, it's Wait, wait. Plus 550? That's what I'm seeing on FanDuel Sportsbook. You can look it up yourself. Yeah. That's, that's, that's what exactly right now. MLB World Series 2019 plus 550. Nationals are plus 140, and the Houston Nationals minus 105. Oh, my God. I know, uh, right? I, I'm, I'm all in. I'm all in with I the mean, Yankees it, at plus 550. Why not take a flyer on that? I, I, I don't get that. I mean, and it's almost like the odds aren't, aren't really stacking up because, what, they're plus 240 against the Astros to win the American League. So right. plus 550 – you know, you're getting a you're getting a lot extra change there going into the World Series. So I have plus two sixty like for the Yankees against these throws on Fanduel. Okay, yeah. so yeah, okay. right around there. Yeah, yeah, that's that's great. <laughs> so, and minus three thirty for the Astros to win the series. Minus one hundred five to win the World Series. So not not great value there if you're an Astros fan, but great value for the Yankees if they could get past the Astros. I, I think the Astros are better than the Nationals. I, I'd favor the Astros over the Nationals in the World Series. And so then if you. If the Yankees can get by the Astros, then 
Why not the Nationals? I guess that's a way to think of it if you're a Yankee fan. But yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> five fifty. Why not? Plus five fifty. Yeah, I'm with you. Out of all the value there that you that you talked about, Sean, and and granted, you know, I'm not a big futures better. You no, know, I'm a not lot either, of times. Yeah, yeah, a lot of times it costs you more money. You know, the sports books kind of charge you a little bit more as a sports better. Always uh, like to remind people of that to bet the futures rather than single game side and total. But uh, man, that plus five fifty that looks a little appetizing, man. I might have to check that out after the show. Absolutely. All right, let's talk some NFL football. I mentioned the Rams that they, they uh, acquired Jalen Ramsey, big deal. But we have Thursday night football tomorrow night. Kansas City Chiefs at the Denver Broncos. The Denver Broncos have won two in a row. The defense is playing much better under Vic Vangio. Chiefs, two straight losses. They're favored only by three. That's what I'm seeing right now. You might see three in a hook elsewhere, but minus three on the point spread for the Kansas City Chiefs. I'm taking this right now, Drew. I don't think there's a chance Pat Mahomes and the crew are going to lose a third straight to the Denver Broncos. I still don't believe in that Broncos offense. Yeah, they're playing better defensively, but they can't keep up with that Kansas City Chiefs offense, especially with Tyreek Hill healthy and ready to go. You know, Blimp's view, I, 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 I'm with you, Sean. But we, when you break this game down, one, you know, Denver is the home team here. And uh, Thursday night game, what we got, uh, not necessarily, yes, it is a short week for Kansas City. So the team traveling, a short week, uh, ne never really a bet on. That's what's kind of scaring me about the Chiefs side here, Sean. Plus the fact, what, you, you mentioned it, two straight losses. Yeah. Three straight losses against the number. Now, they did play pretty good defenses here in Houston, Indianapolis, and then Detroit before that. But still, it's, uh, you, you know, I, I, something's not right with this Chiefs offense right now. Now you're going to put them on the road in altitude short week. I don't know, man. I don't know if I'm wanting to lay points on the road. They're going to have to win by margin here against a Broncos team that what has put two straight wins together, both straight up and ATS. Now, there is a, a wide margin of strength of schedule here, and we don't talk about that a lot in the NFL because there's more parity. It's more of a college football thing, but I think it's very real here. Tennessee, L.A. Chargers. I was going to bring that up. Than Drew, Houston and Indianapolis. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Tennessee. You know, Marcus Mariota, Ryan Tannehill was in relief there. They have problems offensively. And the L.A. Chargers, two teams that are struggling right now. So I, I'm not that impressed by the Broncos' victories against those two ball clubs. And the Chiefs, I know they have problems with the offensive line, a lot of injuries, and that's kind of hurting Pat Mahomes a bit. But I believe in his talents, and he has the weapons outside. I, I just can't see a, a way where this Broncos team can keep up with the Chiefs offensively. And three points... Not a lot for the for the Chiefs to cover this this spread by. No, it, it it isn't. It isn't a lot, you know, and it's right there at the three number, a key number. Like to remind people there, you know, two and a half, three, three and a half is, uh, you know, the most key number in really all of sports betting, I believe. Might be wrong on that. Definitely in football in the NFL. Um, I don't know, man. I, I <laughs> haven't bet this one as of right now, but right. a home team on a short week. Uh, and I'm going to go off the top of my head here. Yes, I'm seeing, you know, depending how you want to gauge it, more tickets written on the Chiefs, so uh, it's more of a public side here laying the points oh, that, on the that road. That scares me, too. I know, I know, I know. The, the public, whenever the public is on your side, I, I don't know if that's a good thing, Drew. You can explain that maybe better, but, uh, yeah, I, I'm seeing that. So that's why some places are they're at three and a half now for the Chiefs, pumping them up a little bit because money's coming in on the Chiefs. 
Um, yeah, and yeah. It, it, it speaks to the three and a half number. You know, that's a whole different bet now because if it lands on three, you lose your bet. You don't push. Yeah. Um, and, and talking about the public, you know, the, the public versus the sharp divide. So it's something in the sports betting industry where people that have been sports betting for a long time know what we're talking about. And it is something that might be overblown a little bit, in my opinion, in terms of, oh, this is the sharp side. Oh, this is the public side. I think that uh, some people in the industry kind of run with that a little bit too much, Sean. But it is something I like to keep in mind in terms of when everybody's betting one side, watch out, maybe uh, pump the brakes on that side. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so, all right, we'll, we'll discuss more in depth uh, that the game tomorrow, maybe uh, overnight, maybe you'll have more of a side on this uh, with the chiefs and with the rant, uh, with, with the chiefs and the Broncos, but you're like, you're right. I don't like that three number. I wish it were three and a half or two and a half, two and a half. If I'm a chiefs fan, three and a half, if I'm a Broncos fan, but Drew, uh, the LA Rams made some big trades. We only have a couple of minutes here, but uh, the big guy, Jalen Ramsey, and I think for Wade Phillips' defense, it's a huge, huge boost. And just in that secondary, he can lock down number one receivers and just about anyone, and that'll pay off because Wade Phillips then will utilize the blitz much more than he has. And with Aaron Donald already there on the inside, that'll reap some big dividends. So I love the trade for the Rams' defense. What do you think? Does this move you any way as far as the Rams are concerned with their positioning right now? Three and three in a tough division with the Seahawks and with the 49ers now. Does this move you any way towards them making the playoffs? Yes. Or are you still a little, you want, you're not sold yet on this Rams team? You, you know, we broke it down, Sean, and, and I, I stand by our sentiment. I think you agreed with me in terms of, you know, the quarterback play for the Rams hasn't yeah. been that great with golf. I mean, when he faces a good defense, they get shut down. We've seen it time after time, dating back to last year in the Super Bowl. Um, when when Todd Gurley's not 100%, they don't have a lot of firepower offensively. Now, talking about defensively, yeah, their defensive line absolutely gets after it. And now adding, you know, a key piece there, putting them, being able to put Jalen Ramsey on an island, I think it's only going to help. And, and as we talked about on yesterday's show, you know, this week might be the week. Rams minus three at the Falcons. Oh, I'm taking that all the way. Though Jared Goff, I need Gurley to play. Jared Goff, right? I, I can't. I just can't with Jared Goff. <laughs> we just discussed it. I don't believe in him. But to make the playoffs, the Rams right now plus 144. Yes, no minus 196. Interesting. We'll transition, Drew, to the NBA. The season will start in less than a week. We'll talk NBA seasonal win totals. That's next. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Get in the game with DraftKings Sportsbook, where listeners of this show can get a deposit bonus of up to $500. Here's how it works. Create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make a deposit, place your first bet, and DraftKings will match it with a 50% bonus of up to $500. This offer is eligible for all users, plus new users will get a risk-free bet of up to $200. Just go to sportsgrid.com slash DK to play. That's sportsgrid.com slash DK. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER, 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. 
Talking NBA seasonal win totals here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV network. Sean and Drew with you up until 5 p.m. Eastern time when game time decisions comes your way with Gabe Morenzi and Cam Stewart. We'll have you up to date on everything that's going on in the NHL because there ain't nothing going on. And the Sun Belt, we'll get to that, Drew. I didn't forget the Sun Belt. We'll have that one <laughs> football game, Drew. But other than that, it's just hockey tonight and maybe some NBA preseason basketball. But if you're a gambling man, or woman, you don't care because you want some info on the games you are going to play tonight, and they'll have you all set up for that as well as we will. We'll talk some Sun Belt too, Drew, but uh, I wanted to do a little NBA seasonal win totals with you. Um, excited, the season's ready to, to begin. Um, and Toronto Raptors open up the season as the NBA champions, but they lose Kawhi Leonard to the LA Clippers. Their win total for the at the FanDuel Sportsbook right now, Drew, 46 and a half. I'm going under this total, Drew. Um, I know everyone's going to point to the record they had last year without Kawhi Leonard. Uh, Kawhi Leonard was the uh, load management, so he didn't play a lot of games last year during the regular season, and the Raptors were still very, very good. But you take out Kawhi Leonard from that dynamic. They still have Kyle Lowry. They still have Gasol. They still have a formidable uh, Siakam still there. He should be a better player without Kawhi Leonard. They still have a formidable team to play with. But 46 and a half, I think there's going to be a little bit more of a lull there uh, with that team. So I'm going under the 46 and a half total, and that's plus 100 on FanDuel Sportsbook for this season, Drew. What do you think of that? Yeah, I mean, anytime in the NBA, you know, you lose your best player or your most kind of offensively explosive player, I think it's always a question mark, man, because when somebody's able to create like he is and uh, just really the overall player that he was, and you lose that off of your roster, man, production's going to go down. They are in the East, which, um, you know, I feel like you can rack up more wins in the East. Yep. One thing that scares me on going under on Toronto but um, it, it's not one that I bet as of yet. Gun to head, I would be with you on this under 46 and a half, um, mainly because in the sport of basketball, both NBA and college basketball, one player matters a lot more than in football, than in baseball. And when you lose your best player, watch out. And they won 58 games last year. So, I mean, 46 seems awfully low. I think a lot of people are going to be like, you know what? Look what the, the Nationals did without Bryce Harper. They just made it to... The World Series without him. I think basketball is much different, though. It's it's a different oh, game. Yeah, exactly. And people point to the record with uh, without Kawhi during the regular season. He missed like 20, 25 games last year. And they were very, very good. Almost uh, over 500 to, and over 600 winning percentage. But I just think the 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 leadership and just the the threat of Kawhi Leonard not being there I, I you know, for the whole year, 46 and a half. I don't think they get to that number. I think they'll be right around that, but it'll be awfully close. But I'm going to go under, and I like the plus 100, too, because a lot of people are going over that number. All right, Drew, another team that I love the under on, the LA Lakers. I love this under, 51 and a half. That's their win total right now, FanDuel Sportsbook. Under is minus 135. The over is plus 115, but I'm going under as well with this. Why? LeBron James is not going to play 82 games? He can't possibly play 82. He, he missed a lot of last year. He's older. They want to rest them for the playoffs. I think they'll be a very good team, but they have an older roster with, with LeBron James and with uh, Rajon Rondo. And Anthony Davis, too. That's another guy they're going to look to rest. I think it's going to be a trend in the M NBA, even more so this year after uh, how successful the Raptors were with Kawhi Leonard. So I'm going under in a tough Western Conference, the 51.5 win total for the LA Lakers. 
I love where you're going with this, Sean. Um, I mean, they, they're an older roster, which in the NBA is very much a fade for me in season win totals, you know, because you 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 hit the nail on the head in terms of you're going to want to rest your older players, your best players like LeBron, like Rondo, because the playoffs is what matters. And in the NBA, we've seen this, you know, you, we see it every year that it's almost a new season when the playoffs come. You got to use that in your handicapping in terms of effort from the players, uh, the, the, the willingness to win and what you're able to do in the regular season so resting players has to be part of your handicap everybody knows that and uh, this is pretty much exhibit one of where you're going to see that so I'm not really interested in betting the Lakers over by any means Sean uh, well, a team who I'm on right now Drew for an over win play a win total here the Golden State Warriors and that's why I have the little uh, football basketball right there 47 and a half they're at 47 and a half and I know what you're gonna say well well Clay Thompson's going to miss the year. No Kevin Durant. I think Clay Thompson comes back. He'll come back around February, maybe after the All-Star break. But Steph Curry, two-time MVP, he'll take more of the, the, the load off uh, without Thompson and without Durant. And Draymond Green's still there. He's an excellent player. I know they've missed some guys. Iguodala's gone now as well. I think with those two horses... 47 and a half, and they're going to be motivated too, Drew. I think they'll play the lion's share of the 82 games this season. I think they'll, you'll see Steph Curry 75-plus games, maybe a 73. He'll be, be in, that, in that range. They're motivated. I love, I love, even though it's a tough Western Conference, the over 47.5 wins for the Golden State Warriors. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Oh, and, uh, you know, before before this segment, um, I, I reached out to one of the best handicap NBA handicappers I know, Ski Profit. And uh, this is one that he he sent over to me. So I, nice. I was actually going to shout it out when I when I was going to bring out the uh, the ones I was interested in. And uh, mainly for the same reasons that you just said, yes, they do lose some. But this is a, this is not a very high number here. Forty seven and a half, forty eight at some shops and mainly because Steph Curry can create on his own. And plus the fact Green's still on, you know, so you get kind of more of the lower post player and uh, Steph Curry out on the outside. And when he's hot, he's tough to stop. So they'll be able to uh, win some higher, some more marquee matchups, in my opinion, in the Western Conference. Um, Not not a very high number here. So I'm with you. I like the Warriors over as well. Drew, uh, so we agree on that one. One uh, win total that really scares me, but we're not afraid to to really um, pick some of the tougher uh, win totals here for the NBA seasonal um, bets here. The Brooklyn Nets, 44 and a half. I, it, you know, you could, you could persuade me either way on this, right? You could, I, the over, because Kyrie Irving, right, with, with, with a team, the roster there uh, that was uh, with Karis LeVert. You had uh, Allen there as a big man. Now you have uh, DeAndre Jordan joining him as well. And then um, uh, Spencer Dinwiddie. They have a nice roster, a roster that made the playoffs last season and went over this number. Now you add Kyrie Irving to that mix, then you're thinking, oh, well, sure they'll go over 44 and a half. I'm not so quite, I'm not so sure they will, though, Drew. I, I think people are going to be disappointed in the Brooklyn Nets. They won 42 games last year, so it's slightly under this number. I think people would be disappointed with the Nets. No Durant this year, as, as much as they tell you he might play. I don't think he's playing this year. Because Kyrie dominates the ball. And that's going to take away from Karis LeVert's um, potential. And it's going to take away from Spencer Dinwiddie. When he comes off the bench, he loves to control the ball, and he does a lot of his uh, scoring that way. I think they're going to be find out it's going to be tough to play with those three guards. 
And because the, who, the, who's going to share the ball, right? Who's going to be the guy to take the shot? It's going to be Kyrie Irving. That's going to take away from Karis LeVert and Spencer Dinwiddie. So I think they go under this number, even though it's a soft Eastern Conference or softer than the Western Conference. I'm thinking big disappointment for the Brooklyn Nets. I'm going to lean towards the under. I might not play this, Drew. It's not my best bet at, at all, but I'm going to go under the 44 and a half. Yeah, Sean, and, and how new players, you know, mix with each other offensively and defensively is a big part of winning in the NBA. So if there's question marks there in terms of, you know, who's handling the ball, you know, a lot of these guys, you know, got a lot of money in their pocket, kind of egos, hey, I want the ball. And whenever there's a question of, you know, who's kind of in charge of the offense, watch out, man. Sometimes that's a, a red flag that it might not be a, a good thing for wins in the NBA over the long term. So uh, definitely reasons to, to look on the under of 44 and a half plus the fact Durant playing I doubt that happens yeah I don't think so I mean he, he'd be foolish it's, it's all about two years from now for Kevin Durant and the Brooklyn Nets the New Orleans Pelicans another team that I wanted to discuss with you Drew 39 and a half I, I we, we touched on it yesterday um tough western conference but they got Zion Williamson they have JJ Redick now Lonzo Ball it'll be interesting to see how they all mesh there in the western conference it's tough because there's so many competitive teams in the Western Conference. You have the Golden State Warriors, which we touched on, Denver Nuggets, they won 54 games last year, Portland Trailblazers at 53, Houston Rockets, the Utah Jazz, those are all teams that won 50 games last year. Now, Oklahoma City will fade. They'll be, they'll be under the 49 that they uh, last year. But the Spurs are there. The Clippers will be much better. And then you have the Dallas Mavericks with Chris Stops, Porzingis back. They'll be much better than the 33 wins. So a tough Western Conference, 39 and a half. I think they'll be under that for Zion Williamson and the New Orleans Pelicans. How about you? What do you think? I agree with you. I mean, Zion, it's a great story. You know, I'm rooting for him. It's just, you know, year one is his skill set going to translate that well to the NBA. In my opinion, it's going to take some time. I mean, we've seen, you know, what's his best skill set? I would say the athletic ability to just yep. dominate on the basketball court. And the one thing going from college basketball to the NBA that you know, pump the brakes on that actually working is that actual transition because the NBA is so much more athletic, so much more big, strong, tall. So I, I'm not so sure he's going to have that easy of a, of a transition to the NBA. Plus the fact, even though it's new Orleans, you know, it's kind of weird to think about in the Western conference uh, with a lot of people in their division getting better, in my opinion, including the Spurs, which you mentioned, Sean. So I'm with you on the under with the Pelicans. Yeah, and it should be interesting to watch because I love Zion Williamson. I'm, I'm actually one of the believers that he'll, his skill set will translate to the NBA. But I, as far as winning games in a tough Western Conference, they'll be slightly under that number. Plus 330 to make the playoffs. Yes, if, if you think. It's not. It's an interesting bet. I, I don't think they do, so I, don't, I wouldn't bet it. But just wanted to throw that out there. All right, that'll do it for NBA win totals, uh, seasonal win totals for now. We'll have more tomorrow. I know Drew has some. Uh, we'll uh, be joined next by Dr. John Gelber. We'll talk about Tiger Woods and Tommy John surgeries. He's no book. That's next here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. 
Back here on Sports Grid TV Network, I am Sean Guasamaca in Midtown Manhattan here at the beautiful Renaissance Hotel Versa Restaurant to my left. Drew Morton, he is in Las Vegas, beautiful Las Vegas. He joins me as well as he does every day right here on At The Window. And Drew, uh, we're uh, trying to get in touch with uh, Dr. John Gelber. He's set to join us. He has a new book out, Tiger Woods is Back and Tommy John's Elbow. Injury and tragedy that has transformed careers, sports, and society. So we'll get him on the line as soon as he's ready to go there, Drew. But before we do, let's talk about something that came out today. Wager Talk had a great article on the uh, futures for games of the year in college football. Did you see that? Uh, it was pretty interesting. They have updated the lines now on the the games of the year, games of the year future. Uh, did you take a look at them, and, and uh, what did you think of some of the lines that they the updated lines? Yeah, absolutely. And, and in terms of updating them, uh, each and every week they're they're updated uh, with new power rankings from the odds makers, and they they just go through pretty much what about a hundred of them, and and just kind of what happened this past week. Like obviously with Georgia losing, that might affect uh, some of the games of the year in the future, like the outdoor cocktail party, Florida versus Georgia number with Florida looking pretty decent in LSU. So some of these numbers will move throughout the season. And uh, you know, it's, it's a, it's always an interesting one. It seems to be a good bet with a lot of sports betters in terms of taking a shot on a team down the road where you think yeah. that there might be value rather than this, this upcoming week, Sean. Yeah, and I'm I'm looking. Uh, nothing really uh, jumps out at me though. I, I mean, Michigan, Ohio State, that was the one that really caught my eye uh, with the games of the year with wager talk talking about that. But I don't know how much faith, as of right now, I have in the Michigan team, and I don't know how I don't have much faith in it, that the, this Michigan team can go up against Ohio State. So that even though the, the line has changed and, and and maybe there's some value there for Michigan backers who think. They could get better going forward, you know, before they play Penn State and before they play Michigan State, before they play uh, Notre Dame. Maybe there's some value there, but I, I don't know, Drew. I, I'm not touching that one. Yeah, I, I, I don't have a, a bet on that one. I will throw one out, though, in, in terms of games of the year that I'm interested in. It's actually my alma mater, but going against them, we got Auburn at LSU. LSU now updated as minus 10 and a half favorites. In Death Valley, Louisiana, and I'll tell you this, you know, Auburn, one thing that you can take away from the Tigers this year is quarterback play on the road. Very much struggled with Knicks. Uh, He's obviously a true freshman just playing high school football last year, Sean. Now having asking him to go into what Death Valley in front of 90,000 plus fans, loud, raucous atmosphere and asking him to perform well. Last time he had to do that in the swamp, he looked terrible. I I don't think, you know, there's not really a way to practice these situations and getting better at them. I would lay the wood here with LSU. I think Auburn's walking into a buzzsaw in 10 days. I think they are too. Yeah, I'm with you on that. That's a great one. Uh, Michigan, Michigan State's also one I was looking at. Minus one, Michigan favorite in that? Just minus one? That's it? Uh, Is is that the updated one from Wager Talk? Wager Talk had that, right? Michigan, Michigan State. Which game was that? Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan at home there. Um, um let, have, let me look that up. What's the date of that game? Oh boy, it's 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 in November, so it's it's late. Um, it's late in the season. But the way Michigan State is playing, Drew, and 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 while you look for that, uh, I think it's minus one for wager talk. But 
Um, Michigan, the way Michigan's playing, we talked about, but Michigan State, they've, they've looked bad too. I mean, getting shut out by Wisconsin 38 to nothing, their offense couldn't do anything in that game. And granted, it's one of the best defenses and one of the best run offenses in the nation with Wisconsin, but still, I mean, they getting shut out, that did not look good. And then they got just humiliated as well the week before at Ohio State, and Ohio State covered that 20 point spread. So Michigan State not playing very well right now. And that's why, even though Michigan's not playing great, I think one point they could definitely cover that. Did, did you find uh, the, the uh, yeah. spread? Yeah, uh, I'm actually seeing it minus four Michigan okay. in the big house. So um, I, I'd still I, I take mean, that. I'd still take that, Drew. Minus four. Yeah, I mean, offensively, Michigan State's terrible, and it's not like you know Michigan. Their quarterback situation. I don't think Shea Patterson's very good, but I, I'm with you. I mean, minus four seems a little shallow here in terms of going up against a, a, a Sparty offense that really question how they're going to be able to score against, uh, you know, quality Big Ten opponents. So I'm not looking to bet the Spartans anytime sh- soon. Sean. No, I'm not either. Uh, th- that's going to be a disaster waiting to happen. All right. What about tonight's college football game, Drew? Uh, any action tonight uh, in, in this in this Sunbelt matchup? Oh, let's break it down. I uh, thought we would never have the chance to talk about it because it's <laughs> Sunbelt action, but it is Wednesday night, a singled out college football game. So something to keep in mind here, guys, um, as we get closer to kickoff, a lot of times with these singled out games in one sport, a lot of tickets written on it. So if, if the market starts to get get an opinion here, it will move a lot. Not to say that that's necessarily, you know, quote unquote, the sharp side. It is, but it, it will move a lot more than you would see it on a regular Saturday. This is South Alabama at Troy, the Trojans here, Sunbelt matchup in Southern Alabama. These two schools are very close to each other. It's actually a rivalry game, battle for the belt. I think you can make the argument USA, um, that's South Alabama here, one of the bottom 20 programs in all of college football, but of late against like opponents, Sean, they've actually played some pretty good defense. They held Georgia Southern to just three touchdowns. I think that's pretty impressive. Now, Troy has a different style of offense, which kind of becomes a tricky handicap here because uh, going from defending more of a run style attack to defending more of a a passing style of attack, which Troy's going to throw the ball. It it is different, which makes a different kind of tricky handicap here. Can they stay within 17 in the hook? I think they can. You know, this isn't a very tough travel spot. They're very close. The two teams know each other. It's a rivalry. So, you know, motivation is going to be there. Plus the fact Sunbelt teams getting able to play on an ESPN network. Uh, motivation not going to be a question. The question here in the handicap is Caleb Barker, Troy's quarterback. He's very good. He can spin the football. He's banged up. He left their last game against Missouri. Now, I think he's going to play. I think it was more of a situation where he was a little nicked up and going up against an SEC team. You kind of throw in the towel, so to speak, save your quarterback for later in conference play. So that's what's keeping me off of the South Alabama side. I think Caleb Barker will play here. And, uh, you know, 17, it makes me look towards the underdog in a rivalry situation. But the way that Troy can throw the ball is the thing that kept me off of this. So I I, I don't know. I didn't play it. I think you can make arguments for both sides, Sean. Interesting. Sunbelt action tonight. Uh, How about the total, Drew? 55 and a half. You have a feel for that one way or the other? Um, if Caleb Barker doesn't play, 
I like the under 55 and a half just because we've seen South Alabama play good defense and with a backup quarterback, I think they'll be able to hold Troy at bay and South Alabama has it all kinds of trouble offensively quarterback position. I believe his name is uh Sifish Johnson. He's just not very good quarterback. I mean, uh, overall speaking, he can kind of run around a little bit, not very accurate. And when a quarterback's not accurate and not a next level athlete, I rarely bet on that profile of a team. So I, I like the under 55 and a half if Caleb Barker doesn't play something to keep in mind right before kickoff if he does play I likely won't bet the total either yeah okay interesting and and betting the under though I mean it's always an adventure if you're betting an under you got to watch the game as we talked about Drew uh not as fun as betting the over but we'll take you know good for the good for the uh, the Troy and South Alabama because they have the sports world most of the sports world they they have their attention now because no baseball tonight you have no NFL and this is why they play on Wednesdays, right? A great job by the Sun Belt putting this game on a Wednesday so it could get more exposure than it would have on a Saturday buried against everything else. Absolutely. I'm surprised more conferences don't do this. You know, we yeah. saw the Mac do it about 10 years ago. Now we're seeing the Sun Belt see the the success they've had financially speaking. You know, the contracts with ESPN and people actually watching the games. So, uh, hey, and by the way, sports betting helps this out a lot. Yeah, I'm sure does. the Sun Belt Conference, you know, these ratings, people aren't necessarily clicking the channel like, oh, South Alabama, Troy, I can't wait to watch this. But, hey, you, you put 100 bucks on the game. Now, all of a sudden, people are watching the game, Sean. So, I'm surprised surprise more of these smaller conference group of five conferences they should. aren't doing yeah. more of this they have to they, i mean it's all about exposure at this point i mean do you really want to go up against the power five conferences on a saturday i wouldn't plus no yeah plus you have the uh, major league baseball like the the regular season winding down in september you have pennant races then you have the playoffs and then of course the nba starts up in uh, the middle of uh, october now so yeah if you want exposure you got to play on a Wednesday, you know, or Tuesday or what have you and, and kind of get the limelight to yourselves because, you know, Friday now that you have the Pac-12 playing games, the Big Ten's playing games on Friday right now. You got Ohio State Northwestern this week. But uh, so, I mean, you can't even play football on Fridays and get the exposure you once did. You have to play on Wednesday or Tuesday. I think it's a smart decision by the Sun Belt Conference. So good for them. And, Absolutely. Yeah, more conferences should go to that. And you know what? I also like the Big Ten playing even though they're a power five uh we know about the pac-12 and their issues with the with the time the time zones and what have you and and hating to play the the late game on a saturday um i like the big 10 doing it even though they don't have to i like the big 10 doing it on a friday night it's great exposure for the conference and if they could get you know michigan and and ohio states to play and as they have this week it's a win-win absolutely i and it it speaks to teams playing when other teams aren't is a good thing because, you know, coming from the South, I really, you know, especially before I got into sports betting as my straight job here, Sean, I wouldn't exactly know what was going on with the Big Ten. And I'm sure it works the same in Big Ten country, knowing exactly what's going on in in the Big 12 or the SEC 100 percent. Whereas, you know, you're playing in a singled out Thursday night or Friday night game in the Big Ten. Guess what? Now the whole nation knows what you're doing. Same thing with the SEC doing it the opposite, because, you know, college football is a little bit more of a regional sport than a a lot of the professional sports, you kind of concentrate on what's going around you, what your friends are watching, where your friends went to school. So being able to play on a singled out night where you're getting the lights, all the eyeballs are on you, you get more national exposure that way. Yeah, and so we'll look forward to that. Um, the game tonight with Troy and South Alabama. Drew, uh, while we're talking college football and, and looks like uh, John 
Dr. John Gelber will not be joining us today. Um, he's held up and has other interviews planned. We might reschedule for tomorrow, but we'll see about that because a lot to talk about in college football, Major League Baseball, and the NFL Thursdays and Fridays. So uh, we'll see if we can reschedule maybe for next week with the doctor. But, Drew, while we're on the subject of college football, we talked Penn State, Michigan. We'll talk more about them tomorrow and Friday. How about a, a game we have not talked about? And it's Oklahoma. It's Oklahoma, and they're favored by 33-and-a-half this week against West Virginia. It's the big noon kickoff on Fox, so uh, it's getting some exposure. But coming off the Red River showdown last week, the win against Texas, do you see a possible letdown from Oklahoma? Not that they're going to lose the game, but do you see a letdown in Oklahoma not covering this 33-and-a-half point spread? Sure, I could see it. I mean, you know, you talk about letdown spots in college football. It, it's huge. You got to look at the spot. You can't just look at the numbers. Can't just look, you know, at that type of element with these, you know, what, 19 to 23-year-olds playing the sport of football. Yeah. It, they they play great one week and then not as good another. And West Virginia has come on of late. We were just talking Sunbelt. You know, Troy Brown, their head coach, he built Troy. Troy's playing tonight. The team you're going to watch that's favored by 17 and a half, those are all Troy Troy Brown's players and now he's moved over to West Virginia in a rebuilding process so to speak but as they get towards the back half he's a great coach Sean he's we, we saw what he was able to do in the Sun Belt I believe that he's going to build these Mountaineers into a top 25 program no doubt about it so uh eventually they're they're going to kind of uh you know, grow in, in becoming more of a, a good bet on team could that happen against Oklahoma staying with it in this number absolutely it could that's a game I'm going to be watching, especially early uh, while I'm on the air here on the in-game live college edition, 12 to 3 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid TV network. But one game I want to get your thoughts on in college football, and we'll do it at the, on the other side of the break, Drew. Temple SMU. That's one of the better games this week. Not a lot of great games in college football for week number eight. But Temple at MSU MSU favored by seven and a half. We'll get Drew's take on that when we come back here on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash DUNK to learn more. Back on At The Window on the Sports Grid TV Network. I'm Sean Guasamaki in Midtown Manhattan. Joined by Drew Martin in Las Vegas. And Drew, Temple MSU, this is a great game in the American Athletic Conference. We don't say that a lot, but it's a league that's underrated in the group of five. We know uh, Shane Bouchelle, the quarterback for the Mustangs. We're familiar. Texas transfer. He's putting up some great numbers, completing 67% of his passes against Anthony Russo, redshirt junior for the Temple Owls. Temple's 5-1. and one. They're ranked in the coaches poll for the first time this year at 25. This is a game I'm looking forward to in Dallas, Temple against SMU. It's going to be tough, but I like Temple in a, in, in a close, uh, I'm putting Temple on the spread here. Seven and a half. Give me the points in the seven and a half with Temple Owls. What say you, Drew? 
Absolutely. I like the Owls here, man. Going up against the Mustangs. Yes, they're on the road, but you're uh, getting more than a touchdown. What, seven in the hook, you said? Yep. I, I I think this defense is underrated. I mean, I just won on Temple against Memphis this past week, um, and I, I would put Memphis's offense, you know, in the same type of, uh, in the same plane as uh, SMU's. I mean, granted, right. SMU's pretty pretty well coached team under Sonny Dykes what he's been able to do there is is very impressive but uh I think they're kind of running on borrowed time a little bit in terms of what they've been able to accomplish this year Temple's a great defense probably the best defense they've faced as of yet so I wouldn't look for that offense to roll too much and uh when you start talking about good defenses getting points um with a with a decent quarterback well coached team those are starting to check a lot of the boxes so uh I I I like Temple I'm with you Sean yep Temple and the points, and uh, good for the American Athletic Conference. They're getting some exposure because, listen, they play great football out there, right? I mean, UCF, we've known them for years, but now they have a little more depth to the conference with Temple, with SMU, with Cincinnati. It's some respectable teams right there in the um, American Athletic Conference. Maybe they'll get some more respect, Drew, after this weekend. Or I know they have your respect, but the mass public needs to respect the American Athletic Conference. 100%, I agree. In terms of undervalued, Sean, it's the most undervalued conference, in my opinion, in the country, man. So uh, I'm with you. They need to get more respect. All right, that'll do it for this show. That's all the time we have. Enjoy the Sun Belt game. Drew, have some fun tonight. I hope you, uh, your winners are, are good ones there tonight with the Sun Belt. You too as, as well, Sean, man. Enjoy your night, and we'll talk tomorrow. Same time, same place. All right, see you tomorrow for At the Window. Game time next.